Welcome to Live Vedanta, a podcast where we explore simple living and high thinking. Each week, we join Vivek Gupta as he offers insights on bringing the divine into the daily. Like what you've been hearing? Join Vichara Gurukula for the Happiness Series Part 2, a virtual Jnana Yajna, taking place December 3rd through 6th from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Over the course of four days, Vivekji will uncover answers to your most compelling questions about life and living. This unique and interactive workshop will take place virtually so that anyone of any age can join. You can experience the yajna individually, as a family, or as a community. For information on how to join, check out the link in our show notes or visit our website at medium.com slash vichara gurukula. With that, let's tune into our episode. This week, we tackled the last I love you letter for now on the theme, cease and desist. Vidya mitram pravaseshu Bharya mitram greheshu cha Vyaditasyaushadam mitram Dharmo mitram ritasya cha Pravaseshu, in another land, who is your mitra? Knowledge. Knowledge about the language, about the locations, about safety, visas. Greheshu mitram, in your home, who is your friend? Bharya, don't interpret this as wife. As someone who knows you and knows that environment, for me, the person who makes the best dal in the world is my mother. And you can all try too. But she, she knows for so many decades, that's all I want every day. That's why I enjoyed Sandeepani so much, because they're dal every day. <laughs> I didn't go there for vidya, only <laughs> So someone who knows you well, that becomes your friend. When you're unwell, vyadi, and vyadi means mentally unwell. Adi is, no, adi is mentally unwell, vyadi is physically unwell. When you're physically unwell, who is your friend? Aushadam, medicine. A, a Tylenol, you know, when you have a headache. Advil, when there's pain. I don't know anything about Tylenol or Advil, but just, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And most importantly, at death, who is your friend? Dharma. Not vidya. Not being knowledgeable about the world. Not someone who knows you well. Not medicine. Life is a terminal condition. Medicine cannot stop that. It is dharma. Dharma is that which... How much you grew in that lifetime. Okay? Let's elaborate a little bit. The first time that Prince Arjuna asks Bhagavan Krishna about his death is in which chapter? In chapter 6, Prince Arjuna asks Bhagavan Krishna not about other people's death. He did that in chapter 1. Now he's asking about his own death. And Bhagavan Krishna says, if you're Rajasik Satvik and you die, you will be born into a house of prosperity and purity. Shuchinam, Shimatam. Okay? And if you're Satvik Satvik, you'll be born into a house of yogis 
Yoginam dhimatam. People who are engaged in self-development, people who are brilliant in understanding. So Bhagavan Krishna is assuring Prince Arjuna that wherever you end, you will begin from there. That at the time of death, your only friend is integration, how much you've developed. So let's open this word up of dharma more. What is the English word for dharma? Responsibility. What this shloka is saying is, at the time of death, which means your whole life, one should be responsible. Swami Chinmayananda used to ask people, how did that person live? When he found out someone died, it wasn't how did they die, it was how did they live? Because that's going to be their only friend at the time of death. Be responsible. Who created those responsibilities for you? Who? Yourself, but go deeper. The creator did, no? We have a, an ashram that we're building. So a lot of funds are required for that. So we're planning for that. And one of the sevakas said, we need you to be here more. And I said, I never chose to be the acharya of Chinmay Mission Niagara. I was watching cartoons with a little girl in Washington, D.C., when my father called me and said, Guruji said you're going to be an acharya. They're in California. In other words, see in this micro example that Guruji, Swami Tejumayananda, bestowed, I don't say this complainingly, bestowed these responsibilities, but that's the case for all of us. As a student, as a worker, as a sevika, as a sister, whatever your responsibilities are, so be responsible. Now, please pay attention to this. Is that mean when I say that? I sometimes hear speakers say that, you know, now pay attention. Because the implication is you're not paying attention, correct? <laughs> it's like I, me saying, honestly speaking, <laughs> what were you saying for 45, 45 minutes? <laughs> when we are responsible, when we are dharmic, we will have more clarity about who we are. From clarity comes conviction. From conviction comes confidence. What will you be confident about? Whether you're in the right responsibilities or you need to change your responsibilities. When I was in business school, I was responsible. In the sense that I finally finished college. As was, as was shared earlier. <laughs> and then I engaged in commercial, commercial real estate and I was responsible there too. And I feel that enabled me to go to the ashram with no ends loose. And post-ashram, then I started doing some of the work like auntie and uncle do. And I realized that this is actually my calling. But if I wasn't responsible with commercial real estate or with college, I don't think I would have the confidence I may have now. So wherever you are, be responsible you will be more clear, more convinced, more confident. Whether that is your actual calling and you'll be more wholehearted or some change is required. That's also a possibility. But that's so confusing for us. How do I know I'm doing the right thing? Be dharmic. Escaping from responsibility is not real. How long will you escape? How far will you escape? 
that responsibility will still be there. It'll ferment, no? Those dishes in the sink. I'm just going to close my eyes. <laughs> Wait 24 hours. It's like at our ashram sometimes we're so tired after a big ceremony and for whatever reason we don't take out the garbage. You come back two days later, right? That whole dining hall smells like that. But I didn't see it. It's still fermenting. Being responsible will help us to develop the fusion of love. Fusion of love. What does fusion mean? Joining. Fission is separating. Fusion is joining. The fusion of love is that you and I come together, not physically or mentally or intellectually, but the fusion is of of that which is deepest, the sense of self, the fusion of love. This is fundamental to all of us. And what is also shared is this is what fastens relationships in families, in communities, in nations. When I was driving in the car coming to this ashram, I saw a huge LED billboard that said, hashtag Vegas, Vegas strong. Right? That, that fusion of love is bringing the nation together in this particular circumstance. This is what is fundamental. This is what is fascinating, fascinating all of us. And here is your sadhana. Cease and, what's the next word? Any attorneys here? Cease and desist. You've all read a cease and desist letter. I haven't. I've heard about it in movies. Cease and desist. <clears throat> cease means... Stop making excuses. And desist means don't start making excuses. See, we're already making excuses, correct? It's too hot. It's too cold. I'm just a Devi. I'm just a housewife. I really liked how someone said, I've chosen to be a homemaker. Because many times when I meet people, they'll say, I'm just a housewife. Whenever you put that word just, you've already hurt yourself, no? I'm just a Hindu. I'm just a human. See how weak I sound when I say that? Cease means stop making excuses. And desist means don't start. And a legal level means stop doing illegal activity. And don't start illegal activity. What's illegal in Vedanta is excuses. To wrap up our introduction to finding your calling, the first shloka we studied, the word that will help us remember this shloka is nature. It is most natural to be healthy. It is most natural to be happy. That shloka, that prayer is teaching us about nature. In the second shloka, this is what our nature is. We're not experiencing that, so we need to change. We need to change. In the third shloka, what is highlighted that if you're going to change, there's going to be a lot of pushback, so you have to make this a priority. No waiting. And when this is a priority, it's not just to be an intellectual priority, it is to be followed. Dharma, responsibility. 
So with this, you got your four sadhanas. What was your first sadhana when it comes to nature? See others' strengths. If you start focusing on their strengths, you eventually will be able to see their spirit. When it comes to change, what was the sadhana? Know others' needs. Don't live at a like level. See how social media keeps driving that. Facebook, first there was likes and dislikes, correct? Then there was happy faces, then hearts. Now there's flowers. You can do puja <laughs> on Facebook itself, correct? Even the backgrounds, right? People keep telling me the reflection adventure of the day, you should change it to a blue background and yellow letters. It will just go on. I don't want to start. There'll be no end to that. The third sadhana, when it came to prioritizing, vasana for vivikta. Often the company we keep pushes us away from being introvert. So learn to enjoy being with yourself. When we were in the ashram from 4 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., and 4 p.m. to 8.30 p.m., we were in Mona. Whether people actually were in Mona is different, but we were supposed to. And then you sleep six hours. That's 15 hours a day. You're really by yourself. And you ask anyone who's been to the ashram. Those are the best days. But that sounds very corny movie, like when we were in high school, those were the best days. <laughs> Every day has been the best since developing this vasana. And finally, if we're going to follow this prioritization of changing because this is our nature. What was the fourth sadhana? Cease and desist, which means we're never going to make excuses. If you enjoyed what you heard or you want to learn more, share this episode with a friend or find us online at medium.com slash gurukula. For those on the journey of self-development, Vichara Gurukula is a community forum that provides an opportunity to listen, reflect, and contemplate. This podcast is produced by the Young Adults of Chinmaya Mission, an international nonprofit working to transform individuals through the knowledge of Vedanta. Until next time, inspire, love, be.